0: gentle listeners, and welcome to Shades of Blue episode 11. So today, I am still recording from LA quarantine. Um, I hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, Today, we are speaking to the incredible Eileen Zhu. And this is a conversation that we wanted to have because it's really quite relevant to the current situation we're in and how we can make life a little more enjoyable uh, through this very strange period in time. So Eileen is a content creator and entrepreneur in personal growth and lifestyle design. And for a number of years now, she has been inspiring people around the world to embrace their true potential and create their dream life. Her YouTube channel, Lavender has over a million subscribers and her podcast, The Lavendaire Lifestyle, has over 4 million downloads. Eileen is also the creator of the Artist of Life Workbook, a detailed guide to creating your most inspiring and successful year, and the Daily Planner by Lavendaire, a tool for designing a productive, effective, and meaningful day. So, we wanted to really dig into how you can create uh, an enjoyable life and lifestyle um, when the uh, parameters are so limiting with quarantine and lockdown. And I hope that you enjoy um, what Eileen shared with us, uh, because we certainly did. So without further ado, let's move into the interview
1: so hey Eileen it is an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast during this very uh, very strange time that we're in yeah um so we're we're both in LA right now um you how long have you lived here for oh I'm born and raised in southern California gotcha. so this is like my home <laughs> yeah an absolute absolute native then mm-hmm. um I just uh, I got here in uh, February for a three months day. I think it's probably going to be a six months day, uh, depending. Oh, so are you kind of stuck here? Were you expecting I'm, to be this long here? I'm sort of like. I could I could get back, um, just about. But there are just more um, more opportunities here during this period than mm. um, than there would be in London. So I feel like it makes it makes sense to stay here for a little bit. And you know, to be fair, like LA is so well set up for social distancing. It is <laughs> compared yeah. to London, it's easier. Um, and the sun is shining, and I'm by the beach. So you know, I can't complain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> complain. Um, So tell us about you and what you do and kind of how you got to this point in your journey.
2: Mm, Okay, so my brand is called Lavendaire. It's actually a YouTube channel that I started uh, about six years ago. And it's all about personal growth and lifestyle design, because my biggest struggle in life was, I was so lost, and I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I grew up Listening to what other people told me to do, you know, like what my parents told you to do, what what society said, this is what a successful person looks like. You go to a good college, you get a good job, and get married. Blah blah. And I started questioning all of that in like towards the end of college. When what, what were you
1: studying at college?
2: I was studying business, just because it was a very broad general um major because i i didn't really know what what i wanted or what i liked i think my parents wanted me to go into anything high paying like accounting finance i banking something like that and it that just wasn't my personality i learned over the years that i was such a creative and i wanted to not be in an office nine to five i wanted to build my own schedule and and so many things that it just didn't align with what my peers were doing and what everyone thought I was going to do. So I had this moment where I just decided to say like, F it, I'm just going to like figure it out on my own. I'm going to start following my heart instead of what everyone's telling me to do. And I set out to just try, I went into music, acting, I tried TV hosting, I worked part time doing like marketing, PR, I just basically threw myself out into all these creative industries that I was curious about. And along the way, I was also doing a lot of like reading. I started reading self-help books and I started asking these questions like, what is my purpose in life? And it was such a big existential crisis in my early twenties. And I, at the time YouTube was, I mean, I watched a lot of YouTube growing up ever since it started, like since 2007, 2008. And I even had like a music YouTube channel because I thought I wanted to go into music. But anyway, because I watched so much YouTube, I was watching a lot of like beauty and fashion people. I realized that there weren't people in their early twenties talking about personal growth, finding your path in life, what to do for your career, how to create your dream life. And these were all the topics that I was so passionate about because I was so confused about it. And I was like, there, there's gotta be people my age like struggling with this. I don't understand why I don't see people talking about this. And so I started making a channel about it and it, that, that's kind of where it started. is me sharing my lessons of what I learned from either my life or what I was reading and it just kind of grew from there.
1: Amazing. that's, yeah. that's super cool. like a very um, a very like organic process, I guess to yeah um, like just like doing and figuring out which is which is honestly I think the best way. like if you're able to um, take the time to go through that process, I think super super valuable.. That's mm-hmm. awesome and how are you coping with the current covid situation because so i i know um, like a lot of the things that you talk about that like, you really enjoy doing aren't possible during this time so yeah. so how are you holding up
2: i i mean honestly for me i'm very lucky i feel very grateful to live like the life that i live because what i do is mostly online so although i there are so many things that i miss i miss going out with friends i miss like just you know gatherings and things like that but a lot of my work is not as affected as a lot of people out there because I can, I'm very self sustainable at home. Like I have my mic, my camera, I have everything that I need to make yeah. content. And I would even argue that f- during the COVID crisis for content creators, you're, we're actually busier because more people are online and there's more pressure for us to create for people because everybody, I like I went through different phases. I went through a phase where I just felt really sad and depressed. I didn't feel like working at all. I was unmotivated. And then I went through a phase where I was like, oh my God, like I, I have a platform. I gotta use it for good. I gotta do something. So I tried to put out like positive content to just lift people up and just you know connect with people. And then I found myself working too much and then it was like the stress and I was like, okay, I gotta slow down and pull back. And it's yeah, it's a kind of it's a weird scenario because you know, some people are, not working at all because they can't but some people's lives like doctors nurses like they're they're the same they're still working really hard going out there and it's like trying to find the battle, like the struggle between like you know how how do i handle this in my daily life
1: yeah i can can totally totally relate to that because i think as a as a content creator even though um like we're used to this sort of um work-from-home type environment and, you know, self-motivating, creating our own structure, suddenly with all this, it feels like a completely different type of working from home. And trying to structure it is um, so much more difficult. Yeah. Um, And, you know, we're all like, whether or not, however much media we're consuming, um, we're still kind of all somewhat absorbing all the chaos that's going on around us, which is like a massive energy drain when it's, you know, it's difficult in that to be able to create where you you know you need a lot of headspace to be able to come up with content and new concepts and to mm-hmm. and to write um yeah. i mean so something i heard
2: recently is like creativity is like breathing you have to be able to breathe in in order to breathe out and if you're exactly. only creating it's as if you're only breathing out and if you only breathe out you're you're gonna like suffocate or, or you're gonna die exactly. and <laughs> yeah.
1: you don't have the um that's that's a really great analogy and yeah. you don't have the um the dynamic environment to breathe in either because mm-hmm. we're all kind of keeping ourselves in the same space and seeing the same people um yeah. And yeah, as we say, it's difficult to kind of get the oxygen that you need for the for the output. But at the same time, like you say, like when you have a platform where you're able to put out the positive content and the entertainment that everybody needs even more right now, there is a kind of a huge pressure there to try and balance. Yeah. And it's like you know, trying to trying to manage the self care at the same time as yeah. responsibility for for what you can can offer. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting one. And in terms of self care, how how are you uh, looking after yourself best possible during this time? I mean, I
2: the past couple months, I've just let myself be more lazy. Like, I've been more gentle with myself and I'm allowing myself to go slower. I think that's the general theme of what's been happening because I, I do tend to put that extra pressure on myself. Like, I could be working harder. I could be doing this or I could be doing that. And during this time, like, you, you see other creators doing, like, Instagram Lives every day. They're posting more content. They're posting more TikToks. And you feel that pressure, like... I I should be doing that, or I could be doing that. But at the same time, like you need to breathe too. So I've just been allowing myself to spend less time on social media. Because in the beginning, I was like reading all the news updates and just all this stuff, even like racism towards Asians during this time is higher. And Mm -hmm. as an Asian American, it's that's also heavy to deal with, you know, seeing your friends, actual things happen to your friends and on your Facebook newsfeed. And it it just gets heavy. So I had to just disconnect and find other things that are not internet related that make me happy, whether it's just watching like Netflix, or cooking or playing piano, I because I love to like sing, I love to dance. So I've, I've been doing a lot of like at home, dance workouts and yoga (laughs) workouts.
1: Amazing. So so you are like, somewhat under the circumstances able to create a lifestyle you're enjoying even if it is a very a very yeah. adaptive one
2: yeah I think I'm okay
1: I, I'm good right now and do you have um, any advice for the listeners about what they could be doing to um, I guess find a bit more balance within within their home environment
2: mm, I would say this is such a unique opportunity see it as an opportunity first of all rather than feeling like you're trapped and stuck here in the situation because like the fact that you have to be at home and a lot of things are closed it gives you the opportunity to like spend time with yourself to look within i'm sure there are tons of things that you're curious about whether it's like new hobbies or new topics that you want to research into that like you can do all of that stuff that inner work right now and dive in like whether you want to pick up a new skill or or if you just want to reorganize your closet like this is the time to do all those things that you've always put on the back burner like you know we always have like things that would be nice to do let me redecorate my living room but you never get around to it and this is the time to do that
1: no and it is very rewarding even if there's just one small um one small task that you get done each day it just helps to avoid you like falling into that kind of feeling of sluggishness um right
2: and I like that you said it's like what just give yourself one thing to get done every day like don't make it like a huge list as long as you get like something small like a little bit of progress just celebrate it be happy about it because yeah
1: no definitely I think it's it's very very energizing to to do it that way Mm -hmm. um how do you see the creative industries changing um so you know as relates to the crisis but also generally um over the coming coming months or the next couple of years Um, because obviously it's been such a rapid evolution you know since you started on youtube six years ago it's like Mm -hmm. a completely different space now and now we have this that's changing everything up again um so yeah what what are your predictions
2: i mean i really see like the platform's like each platform has like a different purpose right and then it's i see each platform like growing into their own unique purpose so there's not just like one platform for everything but like you go to different places for different things like you go to twitter for like news you go to instagram for inspiration and you like i feel like some people are saying instagram is more like pinterest nowadays where like there's more there's like quotes and things that you save and follow but you don't even see your friends on instagram as much you know it's like the feed is so different now than what it was before and then tiktok is like huge if you pay attention to instagram like i think half of instagram is like tiktok videos and it's like tiktok memes and it's like well what is instagram anymore if it's all tiktok (laughs) you know and so tiktok is growing and it's huge right and it's i think it's because it's, it's new and it's a very, very, very engaging format of content. So like photos are getting boring. I mean, I don't think it'll ever go away, but like, I don't know. I just see TikTok is growing so much. And because it adds music within a short form video, it's bringing back mainstream or it's bringing back trends in music. There was yeah. a time when, so you remember when we were growing up, the radio was big. You would know all the major songs because yeah, they sure. played on repeat on the radio. And then there was a certain time where music became so, what's that word, where it's like spread out into, like everybody's only listened to their own Spotify yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Where like, like you don't even know what's the popular song if you don't listen to yeah, the top sure. 10 playlists. So you just listen to your own thing. So it's, it's very individualized. And then TikTok's bringing music back and making it more mainstream because you have all these songs that go viral and then people hear the viral songs, they know the viral dances. So I think it's bringing music back in a new way that we probably missed for a while.
1: It's like, really interesting. If, if I listen yeah. to like the top twenty now, everything is like, oh, that's a TikTok song. Brother.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I associate it with like, TikTok. I think TikTok is creating the that that top ten list now. It's like
1: yeah.
2: it's like the chicken or egg. You don't know if it's because the song was good and then people used it, or because people used it. That it became a trend.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's really interesting. I think mm-hmm. um, TikTok is. I'm really interested in your take on this. But um, in terms of you know uh, social media, obviously, like huge pros and ho- huge cons in terms of mental health. Um, mm-hmm. And I personally find TikTok a much healthier platform than Instagram because oh, it is really? very um, authentic and unfiltered, and it's it's really about having fun and creating stuff rather yeah. than curating.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think the trend in social media is like definitely being more real, authentic, vulnerable. Um, There was a time where I think in the beginning of Instagram, it was all about like Instagramming the perfect looking brunch, like the perfect avocado toast with the perfect filters. And there was a time where professional photos and very filtered content was like, you know, that was what was popular. And I think the younger generation, like Gen Z growing up, with that it, it just kind of gives this negative feeling because it sets a standard like oh you're supposed mm-hmm. to look this beautiful you're supposed to, everything should be filtered and looking perfect so I think people who grew up seeing that they want to do the opposite they tend to do they're like okay yeah. if that's what's cool like I no, what's cool is like being unfiltered and like so so if you notice like Gen Z's Instagram it's not like that filtered or perfect it's just no, them I'm- taking a, a you know what I mean a mirror shot it's it's just barely any filters and i think tiktok is born out of that just the desire to find something real and just allow yourself to be be stupid be yourself be silly
1: yeah i think um i think it's it's very um reassuring to see that changing because Mm -hmm. it's i think as like millennial generation has figured out like the pressure and overwhelm is just it's impossible to to deal with and we don't i think compared to compared to gen z as a generation like millennials don't really have the tools to deal with it but the situation's never going to change like it's mm-hmm. going to always be overwhelming it's going to you know it's going to always be um like challenging in terms of mental health and uh, yeah, gen z obviously having grown up with it, it's like grown up just knowing all the negative impacts um the, you know the uh, it's yeah i'm just very very happy right? to see yeah. things moving in a more um healthy direction yeah yeah um amazing and then so we have a question um that we ask everyone at the end of the podcast um okay. which is what would your protest sign say and this can relate to absolutely anything <laughs> that you feel passionate about And i know it's like a challenge i know it's hard everybody's just like oh fuck like
2: <laughs> <A> protest <laughs> sign uh there are, i have like five different things that i could say right now um uh, i'm gonna say something that's cheesy but it's actually it's just so applicable it's just to be kinder to each other and yourself because i think that's what we all need because we're all human beings and if you bring any People, like, if you take any two human beings from around the world or even from both political sides of the spectrum together, and you put them in one room, like, there are commonalities there. And if, like, if you're sitting next to a person or you're looking at them eye to eye, like, there's, there's no way that you won't be able to eventually feel compassion for them, you know? And if, you, if we remember that we, each human is just like us, then we can be kinder to each other and also be kind to yourself. It goes back to, like, self-love. Um, I think people are so angry and frustrated right now. They they like to take their anger on other people, sure. you know? And it's, like, it's just a mess sometimes when people are in that state of mind. So, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, that's, that's a perfect one, like, perfect, perfect for this time mm-hmm. as well. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, it's been really lovely to chat to you, and I feel like uh, we have some, like, really, like, lovely valuable insights for the listeners as well about how they can be um just kind of getting through this this period more positively and doing you know doing the best they can for themselves which is which is amazing um yeah thank you thank you so so much for for joining us awesome thank you so much